0: Time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant Glenn Mosseller. Glad you're with us for another edition of the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Storholt here alongside Glenn Mosseller, founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting with an office in Greensboro on Muir's Chapel Road. Find us online at roadmapfinancial.com. On today's show, electing your financial advisor. If Glenn had to be elected as a financial advisor, what would the platform look like? What would some of the bedrock principles be that he would want to campaign on and that you, as someone who is electing your financial advisor, would want your advisor to have and to support and to embody? So this should be a good discussion. Glenn, you're, you're running for the office of uh, financial advisor for folks. This should be fun. We're going to kind of grill you a little bit. You're you're a politician in the sense here, so we're going to put the microscope under you
1: uh well, I don't know about being a politician, but, you know, but... <laughs> <laughs> let's work on let's work on all of those things that, that would that would be those bedrock principles, you know, yeah. that is like what you what you really need to uh, see or, you know, have happen, you know, with you, with your with your advisor, or at least the things that I think are important. How about that?
0: Politician in the loosest sense of the term possible. There we go. Yes, absolutely. There we go. All right. So uh, I imagine that part of your platform would be keeping people as safe as possible by managing risk. Will you include that?
1: So well there's no doubt about it Walter right and and there's then there's all different kinds of scenarios right and the and the key is is managing the risks that that the, each individual, you know, couple or person may have in retirement. I mean, there's there's a lot of common threads, but you know, but everybody's situation is a is a is a little bit different. But you know, there's many risks that you've got to you've got to be concerned with in the in your retirement years. And we've we've talked about we've talked about them in the in the past. You know, I think I think the the, the big ones that, that that really come to mind is is that you know managing market market risk when you're taking withdrawals out of the account. Right. That's one of the big ones, you know, tax future taxation risk and, you know, and how taxes interact with with your retirement years and and those kinds of things. And then, of course, you know, the, the the possibility of health expenses and, you know, and long term care. You know, those are those are those are the three really really big ones that, that you know that really come to you know come to mind when we're thinking about how do we how do we navigate the retirement years and you know and, and making sure that we have hedges in place to to take care of those risks and to make it so that they are manageable and you know that that to me is really really you know I mean that, that's paramount that's because we we have a we have a task of you know, of making sure that money lasts and creating the lifestyle that we want to have and that doesn't mean that we want to stick everything under the mattress and be totally risk-free but but we want to manage risk that is that is appropriate for the particular situation and what folks are looking for 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 the retirement years and, and and also to account for you know what is their nest egg and what are their resources and everybody's situation is going to be a bit different and some some people are going to have to to manage it a little tighter and some folks are going to be able to, to take a little bit more risk but you know it's it's managing that and making sure that it's that it's the, that it's the right fit for the right, for the right folks. And, and that's, that's key. It's, it's much, much, much different than, you know, than the accumulation years. You know, when we're in those preservation and distribution years, we've got to really think in terms of what are those risks? Because if, you know, if you end up having a really bad result, you know, that, you know, sometimes it's very difficult, if not impossible to recover from And So we've got to really, you know, be cognizant of that.
0: That's a great point, Glenn, and probably a good initial bedrock principle to have as part of the platform for uh, electing a financial advisor. All right, you know, they always talk about whenever somebody's running for some sort of office, unity is a key message, unity of different things. Uh, How about uniting the different elements of somebody's portfolio by helping the different pieces work together in harmony? If that sounded like a fluff sentence, it sure was, but I know that (laughs) it it makes sense when you put it through a uh, financial filter, doesn't it?
1: Well, no, that's exactly right, Walter. And one of the big things that I that I think that comes into play here is is I think almost everybody is familiar with the idea of diversification, right? I mean, that they they've heard that, you know, they're they're all of their saving lives, right? and but but diversification, I think, takes on a little bit different scenario when we're thinking about you know the retirement years and so you know kind of managing the different parts of their portfolio and how it's going to be diversified i think we we want to think in terms of you know how do we hedge these risks that we were just talking about you know and 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 how do we do that well one of the ways we we do that is we we think in terms of diversification but maybe diversification in a little bit different light one of the things that we kind of kind of comes into play is is you know we might have time frame Diversification, meaning that we've got, you know, I, I like to think in terms of uh, uh, positioning assets in in buckets, so because it's really easy to to understand and visualize, right? So if we have. We have the now bucket which is like you know money that we're going to need you know right away for the you know the next few months or the next year then we have the soon bucket which is probably going to be the next five to ten years you know how is that going to be managed with risk and then we've got the later bucket which is maybe 10 years or and beyond well if we we, we think in terms of managing those dollars and the, those parts of the portfolio so that you know when we when you're taking withdrawals out what you're what you're withdrawing from is less is less uh subject to the the fluctuations of the markets and whatnot so that you know that you can have dependable you know reliable income you know coming in when you need it and it's going to support your lifestyle and you're not just subject to whatever happens in the marketplace right another another element of putting those pieces together is diversification in terms of taxes right we've got again thinking in terms of buckets we have you know the the taxable bucket which is you know money that you've you know the, you've already paid taxes on but you put it into maybe maybe you have a you know just a, a regular brokerage account that's not a that's not a retirement account and that might be subject to taxes on dividends or capital gains or possibly interest or bank accounts that you know they create interest and those kinds of things that's one of the tax buckets. Then we have the tax deferred bucket, which is, you know, a lot of folks are very, very familiar with that and the idea. And that's, that's the, your traditional 401ks and IRAs where you're putting the pre-tax dollars in and you're not taxed on the money when it, when it goes into the account, but when it comes out of the account. Right. And then we have the last, you know, tax bucket is the, is the tax advantage or the tax free bucket. Right. And that means it's like you've already paid taxes on those dollars and, and the, the earnings of that and the withdrawals from that, you know, is not going to be subject to taxation. You know, and most most people, you know, when you're when you give them those three those three things, they say, well, gosh, you know, it'd be great to have everything in the tax free bucket. You know, well, maybe maybe that's the case but 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 realistically we need to think in terms of what's the right amount for you to have in each of those buckets because there's not like one is good and one is bad you know they they all are existing and, and and a lot of times folks have you know they have more of their assets in and maybe two of those buckets or one of those buckets and we need to think in terms of diversifying into into the, you know all three buckets but you know it's it's not a bad thing to have money in you know in all of those buckets the question is is what is the right amount and how do we diversify that properly so that we can have a a distribution strategy that makes you know more sense and we don't give excess dollars to Uncle Sam and we make sure that we protect as much as we can for you and your future. And that also comes into play in terms of how your Social Security is going to get taxed or or not, as the case may be. And so we think in terms of how do we manage all of that and putting all those pieces all those pieces together and, and making everything work in harmony so that it, you you have a plan that is specific to your particular situation and your goals and to and to you know, try to keep more money in your pocket versus versus you know giving it back to the markets when the markets correct and so forth or giving it all, all over to over to Uncle Sam you know with the tax situations as, as as they may be in your particular situation you know and of course we you know we also have the you know the long-term care and that's another piece of that puzzle and making sure that you you know, do we have some resources that are there to to hedge against that risk? And oftentimes, when we're looking in those retirement years, we can we can find we can find a scenario where we can have some of your money doing multiple jobs. In other words, you know that you, you might be growing some you know, some assets over here, but maybe there's an added benefit of it, of having some some long-term care you know hedges or benefits in place. And that's where we start. We really start looking at how to manage those risks, how to put all the pieces together and create a, a plan that's really going to be right for you and your situation so that you feel comfortable going into the future, that you know you're going to be okay, regardless as to what happens in the future.
0: Unite the dollars. That sounds like a uh, campaign slogan if I ever heard one. So good to have this one as part of the uh, platform here as you are electing your financial advisor. We're laying out the groundwork for what those bedrock principles of that elected advisor should be having some fun on this edition of the program let's talk about getting not people back to work glenn let's get dollars back to work by eliminating lazy money can you make that part of the platform
1: well no doubt about it walter i mean and and, and we, we we see that we see that as we were it was just talking about the you know, the you know the, like the different tax buckets right we you know we see you know, the the taxable bucket is, is a lot of times where we see some of that some of that lazy money so to speak meaning that it's just not it's not earning very much for you and it's not doing a whole lot for you it's like if you've got an inordinate amount of money sitting in the bank right and you know and it's just sitting there or at the credit union and everybody knows you know at, at this point you know that interest rates are, are remarkably low and so you know, it's like when you look at you know you look at it it's like you're not you're you're not making hardly any interest and what little bit of interest you are making is is subject to taxation you know each and every year well you know that's that's one place and 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 the most likely place that we're going to turn to say hey we want to certainly have some money there for an emergency fund but you know can we put some of that other you know the money that's there to work in such a way that you don't necessarily want to take, you know, risk with it. I mean, sometimes yes, sometimes no. But there, are, there are different things that we can do to to protect it from certain taxation and also potentially have it have it grow more and work and work a little harder for you and possibly create additional benefits for you. You know, as we were just ta- kind of talking about with long-term care and so forth. So there's there's a, there's a number of things. Everybody's situation is different, but we don't want to have scenarios where you just have you, you've got chunks of money that are just sitting there and they're not, they're not really working for you, you know, and, and working for you doesn't necessarily have to mean that they're, they're, at, they're at high risk. I mean, they, they may just be repositioned in such a way that there's either a moderate risk or maybe maybe no risk, but the no risk situation, you know, you, you, have, you have a little bit more earning potential and maybe some tax advantages over just letting it just sit, you know, sitting at the bank or, or that type of an account.
0: It's a really good point, Glenn, and another reason to have that as part of the platform. Let's round it out to an even uh, number four, number five here for launching uh, this campaign and electing your financial advisor, what goes into that. And another one would be eliminating the fear that people have of running out of money. I have to imagine that's going to be one of your top platform items.
1: Well there's no doubt Walter I mean that's that's one of the biggest fears that most people have when they're when they're traveling into you know or getting to the the, the retirement years is that they want to make sure that their money is going to last and again I mean that's 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 an extension of what we were just talking about right it's like if we don't have those those bedrock principles in place then you know the the odds of of, of you know outliving their money or you know running out of money is you know is is much greater because if you don't if there if there's not a plan in place then it's just going to be haphazard as how you how you take withdrawals and how you put money here and you're then you're then you're more likely to be making emotional decisions and you know and and, and not necessarily following something that that, that that makes sense and you know and and is predictable you know going through time and so the the real key there is is making sure that you know, that you, you have, you have a, a plan in place that is designed to, you know, to stand the test of time, right? And, you know, there can be ups and downs in the market. There can be, you know, changes in the tax code. And, you know, you, 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 there may be, you know, experiencing, you know, s- situations with health or long-term care. But if you put all, of, all the right elements in place, you know, we can we can largely we can largely reduce or eliminate those fears of, of running out of money because, you know, it, it's, it's a matter of, of of positioning your dollars and, you know, and, and you know, into a, into a plan as to where you are now in life. Right. The when in the preservation and distribution years of retirement are significantly different than than those accumulation years, and making sure that you have a plan in place that is designed to be able to take care of all of those risks and all of those needs in retirement. That's that's a that's different than. A, a typical quote-unquote investment plan, right? And, and a lot of folks have that kind of an investment plan in place when they're in their accumulation years. And a retirement plan and a retirement income plan is significantly different than, than, an, than a, a quote-unquote investment plan. And that's where I think it really makes a difference. And then if you, if you can get that kind of plan in place, then you can largely reduce or eliminate those, those fears of running out of money for sure.
0: All right, Glenn. Any final platforms? What's your, your fifth and final bedrock principle that people should look for when electing a financial advisor?
1: Well, I think to me, Walter, it's about it's about the people, right? I mean, and and what they want their retirement to be like, you know, and and it's it's not all about the dollars and cents. I mean, the dollars and cents matter. But but the but what really matters is you as a person or you as a couple. What do you want your retirement to be like? And to make sure that that your nest egg is is managed in such a way that it supports you and what you want to have and the lifestyle that you want to have. And not every advisor is equipped to do that or even really thinks about that. There's an awful lot of folks out there that that just look at the dollars and cents and they and they and and, and, and it's all about that. And that's that's important, but it's not the end all be all. For me, the end all be all is is what do you want to have your retirement be like? And then let's let's go about make you know creating that you know that that happen for you. And that's the most important piece of the puzzle. So when we're doing discovery and and we're having those conversations. You know the, the the dollars and cents come in you know much later in the in the in the in the conversation. It's more about who are you and what do you want and you know what, what are what are your fears and what are your goals and and all of those things that you know what concerns do you have so that we can make sure that we you know that we put a plan in place that's going to you know give you peace of mind and give you the lifestyle that you want to have. And that is, is, is real retirement planning and you, know, and, and, you know, and living in retirement rather than just looking at your accounts and saying, well, this is this and that's that and we need to earn this and we need to do that. I mean, those things are, those things are important, but that's secondary to who you are and what you want.
0: Great points as always, Glenn. There you have it across the board. Some of the bedrock principles that you should look for when electing a financial advisor. Make sure that those are all represented on the quote-unquote platform as we kind of had some fun painting this perspective for you on today's show. But all these things are realistic and uh, very important to look for and should be included. If you have any questions about this, want to talk about it with Glenn, we always encourage you to reach out. If you have any uh, topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show or direct questions for Glenn about maybe your situation, you can call 336-291-3535 or go online to RoadmapFinancial.com and click on the free consultation button at the bottom of the page. Glenn, thank you for the help on the program today, and uh, we'll look forward to another new topic on the agenda for next week.
1: All right, Walter. We look forward to it. Sounds
0: good. That's Glenn Mosseller. I'm Walter Storholt. We'll talk to you next time on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Thanks for listening.